Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and uh, well, Matt, we have an injury report. How about that? How about it that? It is Wednesday of week one. We have a game tomorrow. It's, I mean, it's officially game week. I kind of forget every year how Groundhog Day it becomes. You know, it's yeah. day one of Groundhog Day, so it's new, but every year's a little different. You start balancing things, and before you know it, by week 10, you're like, it's 6 o'clock p.m. on <laughs> Thursday. I can promise you I'll be writing this article. Yeah, or I know exactly. Or whatever, yeah. That's one thing my wife would always tell me about um, football season. Like, I would work – I always worked more hours during football season. Sure. I'm sure others. out of the house a lot more, too. And, right. But she always knew exactly what my schedule was going to be. Yeah, right, what right, What days right. I would be in Pittsburgh, what days I'm here, what days I'm there, <laughs> when, when I'm going to be home, when, you know, that everything. Everything's very structured. Uh, our wives must be very different. We've gotten together <laughs> <laughs> because I've recorded a podcast at noon, Peacock and Williamson, check it out, for 12 years in a row. <laughs> and she's worked from home for three years since the pandemic and doesn't seem to know where I'm at from noon to one every day in the basement yapping away or that I'm on a stand at 1.20 every Friday for the last 20 years. So some, I guess, pay attention and some don't. Yeah, well, you know, they, they all get their own. Maybe she just – Her schedule she might be the same all the time, too, She sees you know. go to the basement. She hopes that you're doing a podcast down me, there. She hears noise down there. <laughs> and she hopes it's a podcast. Right. That's that's the uh, long and short of it. Uh, yeah, so the uh, Steelers uh, injury report lists Deontay Johnson and Marcus Allen as both limited participants today. Okay. Um, of course, Johnson, Johnson dealing with that shoulder issue um we'll see we'll see uh, yeah. yeah we'll see you know whether he plays or not i, I think he'll give it a shot good um but, i mean i would think the next two days will be critical obviously yeah. you know just you know how much does he really do or does he dress and give it a shot takes a hit and maybe he don't well that's what you want to avoid you know, you know. I mean? right uh you want to avoid that but obviously he's their he's their number one receiver yeah you'd love to have him in this situation um if you don't have Deontay Johnson, Matt, yeah. how do you adjust the receivers? I might play more 12, get Gentry involved, even Hayward involved. 
things that because it's a divisional game, they're so used to Steelers come out in 11, three receivers, that's what we're going to get. I'm sure they've been game planning all week, all summer, thinking that's the, you know, what you're going to get. And those tight ends could help against Hendrickson and guys like that too. Um, Hayward's a wrinkle they've never seen before. You know, they've never had a player like that. They come trotting out with Harris, Hayward, Friermuth, Pickens, and Claypool. Are you going to get nickel? Are you going to get base? You know, yeah. so you could get him on linebackers. Uh, you might do some of these things either way. Or right, Johnson's right. playing 50% of the snaps or whatever. Um, especially with the tackle situation right now. If Austin or Miller were there, though, I would say I'd run back a lot of 11, too. You yeah. know, I, I just don't – the receivers are a strength, but if you've lost two or three of them out of that group, which they have, then it's not a strength anymore. It's not, you know? yeah, it's right. not the strength that it was. I, I just don't know, you know, maybe – I mean, obviously you're going to have to play three receivers at some point. You're going to oh, be, yeah. you're I mean, gonna be in third and long. I mean, instead of 75%, it might be 55%. Yeah, what we saw a lot of in the preseason, which I don't know that I'm on board with. Um, be- well, before Johnson, when Johnson was healthy, right, they'd have I mean, Gunner. They'd have, in or yeah, whatever, but Claypool right. was out. They'd have Gunner Olszewski in the slot. I thought about that, and, and I, was a I don't love that. That's yeah, what they would do with Claypool and Pickens on the outside, yeah. and Claypool obviously can do that. You know, yeah, we know that. You're probably aware of this. I don't know if our listeners are. Um, Nine of the ten routes that Claypool ran in the preseason, I know it's only ten routes, were out of the slot. Yeah. And, like, the plan is for him to be the big right. slot. Right. I mean, if you haven't been at practice, of course, you wouldn't know that. Um, but that's the plan. So because of that, I would almost go, if, when we, when you go to three receivers, mm-hmm. why not put Boykin on the field, keep Claypool in the slot? too, right. Then you have a lot of beef. I mean, Pickens yeah. is your smallest receiver. Yeah, though. now figure out who, you know, who's, mm-hmm. who's Mike Hilton Gardner. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm treating... Gunner, like I did McLeod. Like, how many times last year? Boy, he's playing too many snaps. I think he's better than McLeod. I think he's better than McLeod. Yeah. I think he's a better route runner. I think he's more reliable. But I also think that he's not a difference maker on yeah. offense. I will say when I started watching camp going, eh, he's fine on offense. But he got better as it went along. And yeah. I think that they became more and more um, comfortable with him, both all the quarterbacks. I'm just kind of sh- shocked that as receivers starved as the Patriots were, Yes. They never really tried him at receiver. They didn't. And I understand, like, one of the one of the reasons why people talk about the Patriots' offense and the, the troubles that they've had getting receivers, drafting wide receivers, is because apparently their, their playbook is so complex. And right. They just add – all the years that they had Brady, they just add, kept adding – They just add another chapter yeah. every year. And, and so the, the playbook looks like – War and peace. Yeah. Right. You know, um, you know so – I get and that not part of throw it. all that away just because a new receiver showed right. up. But to me, I thought, I mean, Olszewski as a wide receiver was better than I thought he would be. He's serviceable. But I don't know that I want to play him over some of the other guys that you have there. Right, 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 right. I mean, I would rather see a, a healthy Austin Miller. I know Miller's not going to be back. Um, probably Boykin. You know, I don't know about Sims. I guess Sims. I mean, I think he's more dynamic. He's quicker, more big play potential. Um, it'll be really interesting to see. We know Gunner's going to be active. Right. I mean, to me, it'll be really interesting to see who's active and who isn't. Um, brings me to another question. we get back to this in a second. But do you think Allen would be active no matter what if he's healthy? Do you think he's guaranteed a helmet anymore? Yeah, I think because he's a core special teams guy. I mean, obviously that's the value yeah. there, um, and that's why he's on the team. So I didn't know if he was guaranteed that or not. And the other question I meant to ask before, if – 
Deontay doesn't play this week or doesn't practice the rest of the week or who knows, you don't think it's a, a month-long injury. No, no, no. I mean, it's a week-to-week If that would have been yeah. the case, that, that was my concern when they first kept seven receivers on the roster. It looked a little suspicious. That was my concern. Was like, cause at that point, I knew Deontay wasn't practicing. I'm like, okay, is this worse than what they're saying? And maybe he's an IR candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why they're keeping it seven. Being and then it ended up being Austin be, being the guy who, who was placed on IR. So that alleviated that concern. Uh, you know, I, I think it's just a – I don't want to speculate exactly what it is here, but it, it looks to be some kind of AC joint sprain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just the way, painful. The way he landed and things mm-hmm. like that. But they can do things to alleviate that on game days that – and maybe he doesn't catch a ball over his head or away from yeah. his frame as well. Or but if they, he takes a big shot on the, the shoulder. The things that they do give him a shot to play, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll give you a shot to play. He'll be fine. <laughs> and I don't know that he needs to practice a ton either. Yeah. You know, I mean, why aggravate anything out there the next day or two? So Happen to fall on it or something. Mm-hmm, you never know. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. Um, he'd be one of the... One of my last guys to take out of the offense, though, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean even the, with the other good receivers. Yeah, there, I mean, we talked know, right. about that all preseason about why they needed to sign him because he's a he's a Pro Bowl wide receiver. Right, right, right. You he's know? a big time guy, and uh, it just makes covering all five of those you know starters, three receivers, a tight end, and a running back, awfully difficult. No matter who your defense yeah. is, or even just covering. With D-backs, those three receivers is very difficult because they're all so different and they can do a lot of things. And he's the one that you're going to be most afraid of. I noted this the other day. And like his last three or four games, his last three games, I think, I don't have the number in front of me, against the Bengals, he's had like 48 targets in three games. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, I mean, the way that they play a lot of times is that is that kind of, and, and they've continued this. Is a lot of press man against the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. And just okay, we're going to get up in their face. And we're going to force them. And we know the ball's coming out quick. Mm-hmm. And he's he, again, he's the man beater. And he's the man beater, right? And we know Ben favored him for all those reasons, yeah. and that makes the perfect sense. I don't know if teams will play the Steeler offense differently in Week One out the out of the game or Week yeah. Two, but I bet they do in Week Six. Yeah, they'll throw you know? them again. Yeah. They'll throw teams out of because if you're looking at the Steelers going into this season, yeah, you're going to look at what they did in the preseason and how the offense Sure. But you're still going to go back and look at last year's tape. Right. The names haven't changed The offense is still the same here. You know, it's still, except for the quarterback, everything else is pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. But they're not an easy team to prepare for in week one right now because you know they're holding some stuff back. I mean, and you know the quarterback's a much different specimen. Yeah, and, I mean whether we did better or worse, whatever that doesn't matter at this point, you know. Yeah, we did see Trubisky take more shots down the field in the preseason. Mm-hmm. In fact, the play that Deontay Johnson got hurt on was a shot down the sideline. Yeah, yeah, it was a really nicely thrown ball. It was, it was. Um, I don't think that's going to back teams off right away. No, I think you're going to have to. You're going to have to show that you can do it. And shoot them out of yeah. zone or whatever the basketball term is. Yeah. Or, you know, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. Yeah, yeah you know, that, that type yeah, of deal. So you may see him take some shots down the seam to Fryermuth mm-hmm. in this game, or. You know, maybe you maybe you put Pickens in the slot at times, and, and maybe uh, if Johnson's not available too. Yeah, I, I like the idea of Fryermuth and Claypool running intermediate to vertical routes. That's good. inside the yeah. numbers. That's I mean, got to be scary a for uh, yeah, a lot of athleticism and quality players. Because I mean, most of your most of your nickel and dime cornerbacks are little guys. Little guys, right? And even with those guys, the. Owosu Koromora type linebackers are small compared right. to Claypool. And yeah. I mean, the, the guys are in vogue now. The Justin, the Simmons, and those type of guys that can really run. 
that you you draft to match up against these guys are still smaller than Claypool and let alone Fryermuth. Yeah, that's know? something that's really changed. Um, what maybe in the last five years in the NFL, you didn't used to see bigger guys in the slot. Oh, that's really changed. And maybe very quickly. I'm trying to think of the guy that maybe Keenan Allen changed that a little bit. One that I would go back even further, and you'll remember, is, is Marquise Colston. Colston was another one, yeah. He ran like a four seven. Yeah. Some people said, but he's oh, like six four, and he's and he catches yeah. everything. He had really sticky hands, but he wasn't quick. He didn't separate. You didn't want him on the outside. But everybody wanted the Welkers. Yeah. And I get that, but I think people are drifting away from it because they don't block anybody. I mean, right. I think it's part of it. And they don't create big plays. I mean, as a rule of thumb, I mean, Tyreek Hill does, but Tyreek's a lot different than Welker or Edelman. Um, you know, everyone wants explosives. And people, you know, defenses now, Steelers included, want to defend. They want to, they want to play out of light boxes. Well, if you're going to play out of light boxes and Claypool or a Juju is going to block – you're going to have a lot of numbers advantages in the run game. You know, I mean, a lot yeah. of these teams now want to play with light boxes to eliminate the big play. Well, if I have a big slot, that makes it a heck of a lot harder to stop the run if he can put a safety on his back, you know, something like that. Yeah, and so it becomes a situation much like with Marcus Colston yeah. and actually, he's just boxing guys it, out. The more I think about it, I mean, this is a really Steeler-related thing because one of my matchups to watch was Claypool versus Hilton. Yeah. So I think I want him in the slot no matter what, back to your original question. You know, like Boykin on the outside to me makes more sense. You've been game planning around getting Claypool and his 10 inches of humanity <laughs> more than Hilton, you know, yeah. in, in situations. So I think you want to stick with that. And, yeah. and Hilton's a yeah. fine player, but he's just a lot smaller than Chase. A lot. He's, yeah. he's given up, you know, six inches and 60 pounds. pounds. Yeah, right, yeah. right, a lot. And he's tenacious and he's a good player and the Bengals like him, but – you know, that he's not built to deal with the Claypools of the world. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right. You know. Yeah. So that will be interesting to see how the yeah, Steelers yeah. adjust to that. If they have to adjust to that, I think ideally they want Claypool in that in the slot. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they want Claypool in the slot specifically to play the Bengals. I know, you know, I, I, can, remember ta- I can remember talking to Marvin Lewis. God, this is 20 years ago when he was the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. Um, and I would call him up in the off season just to sure, chat sure. because he's a Washington County guy. And we were talking the one time and he, he said, you know, I said, you know, what have you, what have you been up to? Well, I'm watching a lot of tape of the Steelers because that's who we have to beat. Sure. So everything that we do is dedicated to beating the Steelers. No, oh, without question. So the Bengals are the, you know, if you're the Steelers and the, and the Ravens and the Browns, you're now looking at, you're the, now Bengals, looking at right? the Bengals. Okay. How are we going to, how are we going to best defend that team? Mm-hmm. Here's so another. the Steelers get a chance to do it right out of the gate. They do. 
here's another example though is when the Bengals have the ball, and I did a a short little podcast about this today. Burrow is very aggressive. You know, yeah. I mean, he's a big game hunter. He's not the biggest arm guy, but when they got single high, after he kind of got healthy again, he threw bombs to chase. I yeah. mean, it was almost like I use the example today. Like when I was a pit, if we were down by the goal line, we might as well just scream into the stand. Ball's going to fish. There's a fade to Larry. You know, <laughs> put it on the scoreboard, and it got to the point where if you saw a single high safety, he's throwing a bomb down the sideline to chase. Now I wonder. The Steelers are predominantly a single high team. Correct. Most of the league is going to too high. Is Minka so good that you can get away with it and sit out there with that single high saying, throw it, Joe, you know, yeah. and, and kind of maybe, you know, take a cheetah step or two to chase because he's going to throw it. And I think much like the Bills and the Chiefs, Burrow, maybe not in week one, is going to have to adjust to. Boy, we're getting too high. I got to dump it down. Teams are going to do. Teams yeah. are going to defend them differently than they did a year ago. They're exactly. going to. They're going to have spent the last six months looking. Okay, we've know, seen these. We, we saw right, the same right, right. thing. If we go single high, it's going to go there. You know, do you bait them into that? Mm-hmm. So okay, we're going to show. I wonder, we're right. going to show single high, but it's really going to be too high. And he's going to make us break it on the ball immediately. Right. Or, you know, I'm he's so good, I can way. get away with it. If it's Ed Reed back there, see what you got. You yeah. Know? You know that type right. of thing. I, I'm curious. You know, that's, that's one of the cat and mouse games I'll be watching. Or does they hit chase on? They do it, hit chase on the bomb, and then you hear, see a lot of two high. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, maybe we shouldn't have tried that, or vice versa. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting, uh, especially straight out of the gate. And the other part of that is, you know, if they're gonna throw the ball deep like that, can their offensive line block Absolutely. the Steelers' defensive front? So another stat I dug up: Jonah Will- Jonah Williams is considered. Oh, he's their best lineman last year. He's a first round pick. And we've always talked about him like, yeah, he's, he's fine. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I'd, I'd take him as a Steelers left tackle. I mean, don't get me wrong. He had 10 sacks last year. 10? <laughs> 10. Wow. I mean, they were like the most sacked team in the league. Yeah. And all some of, of that's on 10. Burrow. And some of it's on yeah. Burrow. And Ten's I don't a lot, know though. what the official stats are and who gives up a sack. And yeah. But it's in the neighborhood. Right, I mean, yeah. He got beat a lot for I mean, sacks Dan Moore gave up seven last year as a rookie. Right, right. And people were like, oh, my God. Like, right, exactly. 10. People that's... look at Jonah Williams like, well, he's been a fixture at left tackle. He's been He's okay, but he wasn't the answer last year either. Yeah, he's, he's not uh, and, a Orlando Pace over there. Right, and then you team him next to a rookie left guard. I think Highsmith and company could do well over there. Yeah, I, I think Highsmith and, and Cam, this is a yeah. big game for them. You know Cam's going to come through, and if yeah. he gets that, I mean, I assume he'll be lined up over the left guard a lot. <laughs> Even if it's Ogunjobi over there, yeah. it still favors the Steelers. No matter where Cam's up, lines up, it favors the Steelers. I think that's one of the things like that makes Cam unique in that I don't know that you can prepare for his pure power. Like you can yeah. look you can look at him. You can look at a guy on tape and say, Well, I know this guy's got a good spin move. Oh, sure. Or he sure. does this with his hands, I can I can defend that. Mm-hmm. Pure power? Right, 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 right. You can't defend it. You right. either can or you can't. Right. Like you I'm, either I'm have it or you sit don't. down and anchor <laughs> Get my butt low and prepare. And he might still take you for a ride. Right, right, right. And prepare to get hit by this cement truck. And yeah. I'm either man enough or I'm not. Because <laughs> it's going to hit me right in the middle of my chest. And it's going to happen time and time again. And I think I have enough sand in my pants, but I don't know. I just don't know what you do to defend that. Because, again, mm-hmm. you either have it or you don't. Right. And right. there's no way to know if you have it or you don't until you actually have to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people said that about great pass rushers. Like, uh I knew I was going to have to get low against Freeney, but I didn't realize how low. You know, you watch it <laughs> right, on yeah. tape. Or 
I knew Reggie White was powerful, but then he took one arm and threw me across the room. <laughs> you know, like, even if you do things right, it doesn't always matter. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like, these guys have elite traits, like Cam's right down the middle of your power. Yeah. You know? I mean, we've seen the best guards in the league struggle against that. Right, 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 right. You know? I mean, he just walks them back and thumps them. I mean, time and time again. And, you know, I I don't have the playing experience, but could you imagine what that feels like when you 50 think times you, in a row? <laughs> I mean, even just the first time, like to your point, like I know what's coming. I played it perfectly. That's my best technique. And I knew the fastball was coming. And he and still I rattled my teeth. Come close to, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I could hit a 98. I couldn't hit a 102, you know. Yeah. That must be the feeling. I think that's what separates him, what makes him, a, I mean, just that pure power mm-hmm. of that. Rare. It is very rare, and I think that's what. That's why he can continue playing well into his 30s mm-hmm. because his, his game's not predicated on speed. It's not speed predicated. Or, yeah, or, right. it's predicated on the power, and the power's not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. I mean, he's a powerful top. I mean, tip of his toes to the top of his head is yeah. powerful. His hands are powerful. His thickness in his lower body his upper body strength and lower body strength. He's not reliant on one thing to generate that power. Yeah. It's just a, a rare human being. Yeah, you know? I think I think that's going to be a big problem for the Bengals in this game. I do too. And even if they try to help with the with the center, mm-hmm. Harris is not a great – He's fine. He's not great, but, fine. but if you have to give help there, well, now you can't help with Joby. No. You can't help with Watt. Well, I think <laughs> – when it's said and done, Leo Collins is their best lineman. But he's not a superstar at right tackle. Right. I think he's their best lineman. But he's still at a disadvantage. You're still going to have to give him help. I mean, I I think Sample's going to play more than Hurst, and he's going to line up next to that right tackle all day long, as TJ's used to, and TJ will beat double teams. And sometimes he won't, but if you're taking up two you're guys, still, you're, you're still, still win. Yeah, right. Highsmith gets Jonah all day long, and – Cam and Ogunjobi and maybe Leal or whoever else you mix in are still better than these upgraded offensive linemen. And I put that in quotes. Yeah. Like We don't know that it's upgraded. That's the thing. It's upgraded it's, on paper. I mean, I'm not <laughs> predicting a Steeler win or anything like that, but it wouldn't shock me if Monday's headline on NFL.com or in Cincinnati papers sites was, is this line really better? Did yeah. we fix it or not? You know, like, I, I think it's fine. It's better than the Steelers, but it's not this tremendous line that everything is done because the Steelers still have a big advantage up front. Yeah. And they will. I mean, we did this that almost every week. Yeah. yeah we did that yeah. last year, every week where you look at, okay, is the Steelers off defensive line against that offensive line? Mm-hmm. Is that a, it, it, every week? It's a win. Every week's a win. As long I, as you don't lose a yeah. Lou into it. And you right. Know, right. 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 Yeah. yeah. DJ's missing a game or two. I mean, or whatever, it, you, know, right. you know, you start looking at their schedule the only team they may not have a a big advantage over might be the Eagles. Yeah, Browns are pretty good. You know, but even against if the Ravens against click, that, they could be good. I mean, yeah, they've I they've know, had right. success against that Browns. No, yeah, yeah. The Browns no, def- no. the Browns offensive line is weird. Well, they also don't have any receivers as scary like this team. They don't. You know, but that so. Browns offensive line, like two years ago, everybody well, that's the best run blocking line in the league, which is great. Mm-hmm. They couldn't pass block to save their life. Right, right, right. Last year, if you look at their pass blocking grades, their pass blocking grades were great. The run blocking grades weren't as good. Yeah, I did see that. I didn't quite, I didn't quite pass the test for me. But I mean, Wills has changed a lot. Yeah. The first round pick was a masher at Bama, who I think's gotten better in protection. But the rest of them should be the same. You would you think, take, right? I mean, new center. Well, which goes still. back to the grading system. Yeah, right? I, say, I just yeah. don't know if I trust the people that are telling us that information. Well, there's always that. Too. <laughs> always. And that's that. same with that Jonah Williams ten sacks stat. I mean, 
It might be eight. It might be twelve. We don't know exactly what it's. It's probably around that, that number. But it must be in the neighborhood. Yeah, you know, right, that's, right, that's right. yeah. Uh, check out Steelers Week in Review, hosted by Wesley Euler. It's a recap of the previous game as well as a look at the Steelers' next opponent. New episodes drop every Tuesday, so that'll be next Tuesday. You can hear Wes Euler breaking down the Steelers. Uh, well, we'll see if it's a win or not yeah. uh, next Tuesday over the uh, Bengals. That's available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 